0: Welcome to Sacred Starlight Spiritual Podcast, an enchanted take on healing, manifestation and living. This is the sacred meeting place of magic, metaphysics and grace. I'm Rebecca Muir, a professional astrologer, energy healer, meditation teacher, musician and good witch. I'm here to nudge us all back into the magic of the force of love again. It's time to remember the infinite power that pulses through you now and moves everywhere around you, connected and available to you in every moment. It's time to change energy, to heal trauma, limiting beliefs, and to rise above the old story. It's time to remember and feel into a beautiful and powerful new identity. It's time to lean into love and weave magic. Dear force of infinite love, dear universe, great mystery, dear God, cloak us in love, grace, and magic now. So be it, and so it is. Let's get enchanted. Hello and welcome to Sacred Starlight Spiritual Podcast. I'm really excited to be welcoming my dear friend, Jay Bradley, today to talk about the magic that is breathwork. And it is heart magic. And Jay introduced me to this practice, to this experience. I now, I've studied with him, I've trained with him. I use this in almost every ceremony and event that I have hosted in the last I don't know, a couple of years. And there's nothing more that I can can say about this practice other than that it is heart magic. So we have so much we want to say about it today. I'm going to get into that. But first, let me introduce you to Jay. So Jay Bradley is, uh, we met in Hollywood, but he's a fellow Canadian. And you just moved to Palm Springs. Yes, I did. That's where you are now. But Jay is, I like to call him endearingly the fountain of youth. Um, (laughs) And so he's, of course, been like a health and fitness coach for, I think, decades, probably. Is that correct? Has a book called Live, Look, Feel. That you can check out, um, but is a very um, renowned and revered breathwork facilitator in at least, I think, in communities in Canada and in California. So um, he has his own company that makes chakra bombs and also is training other people how to do this work in addition to hosting his own events. Um, What else, Jay? You do hypnosis, Reiki, you have all, like, you've got a palette of things that you've that you yes. used Wow.
1: Well, you've covered most of it i mean certainly yes yeah, certainly reiki energy work hypnosis uh you know have a history of doing massage as well so pressure point work oh. tied in with breath work you know it, everything we do leads us to where we're at right you yes know very well all about that <laughs>
0: But I've heard you say in the past that once you discovered breathwork, it sort of blew the rest of it out of the water. <laughs>
1: yeah. And yeah, I, that's my story, you know, and I'm sticking to it. I said about, over four years ago, breathwork entered my life or re-entered my life. And from that moment, it was almost like I knew I knew instinctually that this was the thing that I'd been looking for for my whole life. But definitely for the 30 years that I've been on this spiritual, emotional journey. And uh, I was kind of addicted. <laughs>
0: So like what did breathwork give you that you had never had before?
1: Yes, breathwork allowed me very very quickly to access the the pain, you know, the pain and the blockages that I, that I was holding on to that I couldn't put words to, I couldn't seem to access through other modalities and not only did it allow me to feel and access the pain and the grief and and you know, I can go on about all the other stuff I was holding, but Uh, But I I felt just this this immediate shift, you know, we can't, as you know, in in the healing world with the magic world, we can't put into words sometimes the energy and and the shifts you, but you feel it and you just know, right. You know, that something magnificent has shifted.
0: It gets you there. Right. So it's like, what did it give you that nothing else gave you? And you're like, oh, the pain. And it's like, yes, but (laughs) like, yes. And like, we have to, um, Yeah, the release of that, the allowing that to move through and out and to process that, to integrate it, to release it, all of those things, because um, this maybe is perhaps a separate episode, but um, shadow work, which is, you know, the pieces of the healing work that we do that deal with the hard parts, not just like, oh, let's blast it all with love and light. Like you have to um, use, you have to Bring unconditional love to what is there. And that's very easy to say, and very hard to do. And so one of the things that I've found with breath work is that it just gets you there. So um, if you're like, boy, I really need to face my demons or face this, the, these emotions, but you can't like, you know, <laughs> you need to do that. But it's like, you can't like feel grief on command necessarily, right? So sometimes there's issues with those types of things or to just open the heart to get there. A lot of people feel that they can't get there, Um, even if they're trying. um, A lot of people are, you know, maybe closed off to what even is there. Like we we know there's something there, but we don't even fully like know what it is, right? So you're gonna feel it all when you get into the breath work. And I feel like it's, for me, I'm like, it's a foolproof way in. Like you don't realize what's happening Um, as you're doing. Well, at least for me, as I was doing the breath, I'm like, boy, this is, (sighs) I'm just breathing. Like this isn't very, you know, magical or fun, but all of a sudden something is shifting and you're like, oh God. (laughs) So um, I guess maybe before I ask you to share your first experience with Breathwork, I'll just share mine because it was with you as a facilitator and you came to Liberate Hollywood and you were starting to do events there. And you were like, let me give you a session. And I remember being like, really interested but also like just not feeling like i wanted to do breath work that day like i had resistance to it right i was nervous Um, and i remember (laughs) oh you were nervous for some reason i'm still getting a little bit of a breaking up we have Mercury's retrograde right now whatever all right so picking up where we left off i think i was just starting to share that um I was having resistance to doing it because it is work. There's it's called breath work, <laughs> um, and there's a few components that make your combination of how you do it so magical. But um, I remember just you know feeling like I was doing work, and then all of a sudden something shifted. So of course there's a combination of music that you're using, which has is another portal in i always say that it just can bypass um it can get through to anybody music um it's also very magical in that way no matter how shut down somebody is they can feel a beat they can have memories stir within them from just hearing the right thing and Adele's one of these Adele songs came on that you had on your playlist someone like you and I I'm a singer that lost her voice right and I used to sing that song and I used to sing it pretty good too but anyway oh, um so I remember just being like ah like I just all of it came up there was so much that came up and then you you know took a, took me through this other process um with Ho'oponopono, which I'll ask you to explain about in a little bit. But what that is, is a forgiveness te- technique that's rooted in Hawaiian tradition. But there's something very powerful about the speaking of the words out loud that I've noticed. So you can say it in your head is like one thing, but to actually say it is another thing. And I feel like that is with me personally, with the breathwork, work. Um, in addition to having watched my students and the people that come to ceremony with me, that's where people have these like pivotal moments of, Oh my God, they're in their heart. And it happens like that. And it's this one, two punch (laughs) combination because the breath work sets you up and it's shifting and moving energy. It's expanding your heart, but you don't really realize that's happening. And then maybe this is just my insight as a, as a vocalist, but I believe that the throat center as the throat chakra is the gateway of the heart. And so if you notice, if you're about to cry, you'll get like a lump in your throat because you're trying to push it back down and keep it in. Um, So when you actually start to make a noise or say something or even the yelling that you have people do, you have them do something vocal, that is opens this up and the heart comes up and out it can't hide anymore and people are like oh shit now I have to feel my feelings right um here it all is and so it's it's at once magical it's beautiful like it's a love when you feel your grief and your pain there's something beautiful and wonderful about it too it's like um it's magical so much energy is moving in that in that uh in that point in time. And I I feel like I'm starting to have trouble funneling so many ideas into what I'm gonna say right now. Um, I'll put a pin in this. Dr. Joe Dispenza teaches a lot of different techniques that help people get into their heart as well because if you're into metaphysics, manifesting, healing, anything, That state that you get into when you're in your heart is what moves energy metaphysically, spiritually, uh, physically, even. And so it's very powerful. But just to be in that state, so many things can begin to move and shift. And so... Um, I feel like there's a lot of spiritual traditions, a lot of modalities um, in the healing world that try to get people into that state. And this is the most effective one I've ever found and mm-hmm. this particular combination. So anyway, I was just going to maybe invite you to share or to, to respond to that or to share whatever you would like to share about your experience with breath work.
1: Yeah. First thing I want to say is I didn't make that connection with the throat and the heart. And I love that so much because literally two weeks ago on a separate little journey I did. And then just today with my breath work, the same situation came up where I had a ball bearing in my throat. And I undid it and took it out, but it was so restricted, you know, for me, I always think, okay, maybe my sacral, maybe solar, maybe some heart, but never really thought about my heart being, or my throat being blocked. You know, it wasn't one of the chakras I thought, but, uh, it's been coming up recently and I, I'm excited now because I think that just means even more heart opening. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. She's like, watch out. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. it's, it's the gateway of it, right? And so I've just noticed, I've noticed every time I've done breath work that it suddenly intensifies a thousandfold as soon as I vocalize, whether I'm saying one of the ho- ho'oponopono phrases or whether I'm just making a sound, <sighs> Try, you that. know, but it's su- suddenly all of it, like my body, everything is like a, the intensity just shoots up. And so there's something happening. um, there's, I think there's probably a lot of things happening. So um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, did you have anything more that you wanted to short sort of share or respond or I have other questions for you, but I just didn't want to cut you off.
1: (laughs) No, no, not at all. Well, I I was just thinking back to my sort of, well, it wasn't my first breath work, but when it reentered my life, uh, I did a small men's group. And I think what was so powerful was And what most people say to me is that 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 was really unexpected. You know, we go in not really knowing, not really. And then it's like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) So uh, that's all I right? want to say about that I guess is, but what I noticed too and you know I've read about and studied chakras right but I've never really felt them you know so when we're talking about energy and magic and stuff that's where the magic happens under the surface right with the energy with the emotions and I I could I could actually feel spinning pulsating moving of my chakras and that's when you fine tune almost to the cells in your body right so that was yeah. exciting. And that was the first time I'd actually felt that kind of movement uh, on a really deep level in my body. So I knew I knew some healing was going on in certain areas of my body. Pretty exciting,
0: yeah. it's like, oh, this is tangible now. like this is real. It's yes. um it's funny. It's one of those it's it can be even like a psychedelic level experience for some people. Um, so if you're looking for something that's like, definitely gonna do something um yes. breath work is a really amazing um that's one of the, I remember I had a client a few days ago that was saying she wants to get more into her spiritual practice. And I'd meant to mention this to her. I need to email her, but she's like, uh, it just, you know, she's done enough drugs in the past that she's always mm-hmm. sort of comparing some of the meditation experiences to like the wild trips she's had. And they never are quite she, like, they always just fall flat and I'm like, honey, you need to try breath work. <laughs> I'm not wow. advocating for, for drugs or or not. if They're not really my bit. Um, But uh, yeah, it's just, it's very, um, there's no question. It's not like, oh, did I feel something? It's like, no, I, oh my God, you know. um, Well, what happens
1: is similar. I mean, you know, there's DMT in ayahuasca and you can also take DMT, you can smoke it and have a 25 minute journey. Uh, What happens is DMT is released from our lung tissue and our pineal gland or third eye. And so actually you do have, similar, maybe not quite as intense uh, out of body experience and psychedelic journey just by breathing. So for those who don't want to do it, but want to have, you know, a similar experience uh, and I keep coming back. I did try DMT not long ago and I was like, wow. breathwork is, is so similar, you know, and you don't have to take anything. You don't have to, you're, you're mm. right in your body. So it's pretty amazing
0: it's safe and it's natural. And, you know, I know that in the spiritual community, you'll see a lot of people talking about um, psychedelic drugs and Mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, crap on anybody, but like, I have PTSD from that shit, like from 20 years ago. um, And it's still something that I struggle with to this day. So I think that people need to be more aware of the difficulties that can arise with doing things like that. Um, So I just think that everyone, everyone's like, yeah, it's so great. And I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's just me. People. So
1: yeah, I'm with you. you know, I, I, I right.
0: I'm not saying no one should ever do it. I think it can be wonderful. I just think that yeah. sometimes there can be difficulties that arise with it. And so I, that's what I love about breath work is that it's, um, like you can always connect to spirit. However, however you define it, you're always connected. You always can connect. There's Infinite ways in, but this is just one way in. That's like plugging direct, and it's it's like an e- the Ethernet cable to your heart, right? It's like the, the Wi-Fi signal is that. like, you know, it's just it's you're going right in. So, um, I guess we should um, define for people. First of all, uh, what exactly is breathwork? I think there's a lot of different kinds of breathwork. Dr. Joe does breathwork. It's not Mm -hmm. the same as how you do it. And so I was just curious if you could describe what the process is for people and what is happening in the body.
1: Um, Yeah, it's a good question. I know breathwork is really being... The word is being used a lot, and there are hundreds of styles of breathwork, and they're all great. Mm-hmm. And But the truth is they all come from pranayama, you know, from yoga tradition uh, of <laughs> from thousands of years ago. And, and you know, people have modulated and changed them into different versions, some through the mouth, some through the nose. But breathwork is really just the use of breath to deepen your spiritual and emotional practice. I mean, that's a good way to look at it. It's just a, an extended breathing practice that reconnects you to spirit, deepens your, your experience spiritually and emotionally.
0: Right. And pranayama, mm-hmm. prana is, um, to extend I believe life. that means life force, right? Or life force energy. Yeah, or life extension
1: to extend life.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I actually didn't know that. And I love that so much. Uh,
1: oh, and uh, in, in Latin, breath is spiritum. So
0: spirit. Of course course it is.
1: I mean, talk about connecting. You do spirit. Nothing in the world I've tried has connected me to my spirit the way breath has. So it's beautiful. And it's free, right? Unless you're a practitioner. And you can do it yourself. And as long as you have two lungs and a heart, which most people do, or even one lung, (laughs) you can probably do it. Yeah. It's a practice that you can do whenever you want.
0: I love that too. And so just learning the basics and Jay, by the way, I'll, we'll talk, I'll cap it all off at the end, but you do have a training coming up on March 7th. Um, Is that for beginners?
1: Yes. Introduction to breathwork training, but uh, I always say, don't let the word introduction (laughs) fool you. You know, it's, it's really thorough and yeah, people would leave feeling super confident to go out and share breathwork with others.
0: That's amazing. And of course you teach classes every week, so people can just come to yes. your classes as well um, yes. online. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world.
1: No, yeah, we've all had to pivot and do the virtual world, uh, <laughs> but you asked about what happens in the body. and maybe Yes. I could talk a little bit about that. So I always like to break it up because I had this, this history of health coaching and fitness, nutrition, super physical stuff. Uh, and I love that still. And what I love is breath work benefits you physically, spiritually, and, and emotionally. And uh, physically, yeah. you detox the body, you flush out toxins, you feed your brain and your digestion, you boost your immunity. Uh, you can also release physical pain. I'm talking years worth of pain in one session. So uh, a lot of miracles happen in in, <laughs> but also physically, any sort of uh, anxiety, tension, and stress will be released physically. And then emotionally, I always get the most excited about the emotions because I'm a Pisces and I like to feel. And breath work just as a way of uh, peeling back the layers and getting to the core of what we.
0: Have it gets set, to the truth. Uh,
1: the truth, and the truth is, I had a fucking. Yeah. Boatload of grief. And I didn't even realize that until I started to breathe. And so it uncorks, as I say, too, any emotion, and we get to feel it so we could heal it. So whatever shows up, I invite people to just feel it. Some sessions you're going to feel not a lot, you know, but you're still shifting. Some you're going to be sobbing like a baby. Some you're going to be yelling and cursing and swearing because you're so pissed off and angry. So you never really know what's yes. going to show up, right? And people
0: yeah. I've seen people like laughing wildly and having reporting like euphoria that has not happened yes. to me yet. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Although I've, I've had, had a lot somewhere.
0: of inspiration, I get like mad inspired. So like yeah. I'll have literally just be flooded with ideas and things that I want to take action on. Um, beautiful. But yeah. So like really the gamut, but it's quite, um, it's liberating because you can just, you surrender to whatever, the truth of you is and whatever your case, it's an unburdening, it's
1: sometimes terrible.
0: very reluctantly because I remember in that first session that I had with you um, after you had, I was breathing and my my heart was all open, but I didn't know it was open. And then Adele comes on and I'm like, <laughs> oh God, and I'm going, don't cry. I just met you. I was like there on the floor. I was like <laughs> trying like to not cry. And then you, you had me do the pono, and I was like, ah! like I could not hold it in. Like it just was there, you know, and I was like, oh, damn it, you know. But it was so beautiful. Like it was such a beautiful, I don't want to focus on like, oh, it's grief, it's pain. It's like, it, yeah. it's a beautiful grief. It's a beautiful pain. Yeah. I will never forget. I don't remember if it was your class I was in or if it was my class that I was teaching because they all blend together, but there was a man that had come to a class at Liberate in the Phoenix room. And he seemed like the most stoic one there. And at the end, after the cl- I could hear, of course, the, like everybody in the class, like most people are sobbing and bawling and like laughing and crying and everything, right? Um, it's quite an experience. And at the end, when people were doing sharing, he was still like catching his breath. And he was like, my mother, he's like, I felt, my mother with me and she's been dead for decades. And it was like, I could smell her. I could feel her. Like she, Mm. like she moved through me and I have chills, but it's like these types of, and he was, his heart was so, Mm -hmm. oh, like I could just, just talking about that, that like that presence um, and that connection was something that he's been disconnected with for so long and it was beyond his ability to put into words it's beyond and this is the magic of it it's in another realm so we can break down the science we can talk about yes the body and the tissues they're flooded with oxygen and and the cells are getting all this nourishment and there's of course there's the dmt that's released from the, the whatever the tissues and the lungs and you can go into like all these things but at the end of the day there's something going on that is so far beyond the individual components and so it is a beautiful beautiful experience Um, and
1: that's kind of where you know the the spiritual component comes comes in and and people it'll be different for everybody but a lot of people have reported connecting with ancestors you know people have passed (sighs) on uh spirit guides you know getting visions messages about the steps to take in their life feeling their chakras open pulsating uh lots of Magical experiences.
0: Yes, exactly. And so, if you think about, you know, how I'm always teaching about magic, um, it's really like the same idea as the New Age concept of manifesting. But I like to just—I don't like to like think of it that way as much as I like to get this magical, mystical vibe around it instead, because it's more enchanting and it is about feeling, right? So there's just a certain, um, enchantment or romance in life that we can tap into through so many practices. And this is one of them. Um, God, there's so many things I want to, to get into in this, in this, um, uh, conversation on breath work, but I think the biggest thing right now is that you're moving, moving energy. And so whether you think of this from like a really almost like fitnessy perspective of yep. we're going into clean, to cleanse our lungs and it's mm-hmm. going to be healthy. And I mean, that's, that's your moving energy. You're shifting, you're flushing a whole bunch of old energy, prana and like, I guess carbon dioxide or whatever out of Mm -hmm. the system and flooding the system with like super high levels of oxygen, but you're flooding the system with a lot of energy a super super ton of energy and so if you uh feel stuck or stagnant in your life and you want to change the energy which is like a a metaphysical practice it's a a manifesting practice it's a quantum practice in the new age world it's like and it's also magical if you're you know into any sort of magic um and so you're you're looking to change energy it's just such a foolproof way to do that you're literally changing the energies in yourself at a cellular level With
1: and of course breath.
0: metaphysically yes and we always are right we always yeah. have that opportunity yes. to do that but you yes. know um uh everything if you're looking from a metaphysical vantage point you know uh, like attracts like so everything that you as you change the law of Reflection, the law of vibration, whatever, which is, I think, only part of the picture, to be honest with you. I don't think that's the only law in operation um, as commonly known as the law of attraction and spiritual community. Um, right. Not the only thing going on, I don't think, but still, I, I do believe that that law is a thing. So as you change your energy, everything begins to shift around you to mirror and reflect that back. So what's your, tell me mm-hmm. you're nodding.
1: Well, what's first of all, what's going on in your head? Uh, I often get people to, who come to me because they want to change your life and manifest something. And mm-hmm. often money is a big one. Money and love, right? It's two of the sure. most common and they're the same energy. And that's what's so interesting, right? When you can tap into the heart and we really open up to receiving more, which has been my biggest mission this last year is learning to receive, not be so, you know, doing, giving, working so hard uh when we can just learn and open up the heart things start to flow money <laughs> opportunities beautiful people relationships whatever it is that people want all all from doing a deep breathing practice because it's going to show you wherever you need to release and heal and and open up and it's automatically going to happen it's just going to open those channels so wanted to say that first and then i also love that you said it's 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 very practical you know i get you know gym guys who come to me, right? Who haven't done a lot of spiritual stuff and they love it because you are working and it's like, it's kind of like a fitness class in a way. Uh, and, and so it really is for everybody because it'll take you to that spiritual place but in a very practical way, which is kind of cool uh, versus maybe some other forms of energy work. Which I, yes, which I love.
0: it's very accessible, and it can be as yeah. practical or as mystical as you want for it to be, honestly, right. And I love that you don't have to have like a whole ritual set where you're like, I'm going to do my candle magic and I'm going to do it on this new moon or this full, like some, I'm, that's me. Like, I love that stuff. (laughs) Right. So (laughs) I'm like fully a witch, like a good witch, like a witch, no offense. There's no, I don't mean bad. There's bad witches are bad. I just mean, (laughs) you know, for anybody that's hearing this conversation, hopefully you know that by now, but um, I'm like, not, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. like a super love and light. I'm like a, you know, Holy witch, grace, witch, this and that, but I love to get all the stuff together, but a lot of the time you just don't have the energy for that. Like there's definitely times where I'm like, I don't have the energy to do a whole big regalia on every new moon or full moon. But you can just sit and breathe and you're like, I feel like shit right now. And I don't know what I need, but I know I need something. And this just goes to where it's needed. It just it just will move stuff and begin to kind of clear the fog, clear the mist and reinvigorate the system. So it brings new energy in like quite literally physically. And then, of course, also like metaphysically. Um, And then that's like filling your cup. It's like releasing and filling your cup at the same time. And of course, there are like um there are physical symptoms I guess that that I should just acknowledge that sometimes mm-hmm. they're really uncomfortable for people, right? During the tetany, which is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like your hands can turn into these weird claws, and it's super freaky because it's the, the oxygen in your system causes some of your body to clam up or to get you know stiff or tingling or numbness or you know um, yeah, so I always explain this to people dioxide. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. explain explained yeah. to people in the beginning to expect things like this and that it's, it's safe, you know? Um, but I suppose, and I'll, before we do this episode, I guess you've seen a disclaimer now that there are certain health conditions that you want to just check in first with a professional, if it's okay to do the breath work. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's very safe. It's just a very intense experience for people, I think, but practical, easy, like easy as in um, you have to put a little bit of work in, but it's, it's like you just lay there and breathe. So yeah, it's, it's not I like us
1: no, that is why people, I mean, I can't tell you how many hundreds of people have come to me after class, you know, first time. And they're like, Oh my God, like mind blowing. I'm going to come every week, you know, and I never see them again. Right. So I think partly it's because well, one, maybe they're not quite ready to, to do, you know, to go that deep. And it was like, Ooh, maybe I shouldn't. It's too scary. Or they don't want to work that hard. And I, I don't want to, you know, make it sound like it's all this work because, but the first three, four minutes you lie down, like, we don't want to exercise. I don't want to exercise. I've been working out since I, I was 13. I'm going to be 52. I don't really want to go to the gym again. I'll be honest. Right. But We have to do these things. I don't necessarily want to lay down and breathe either some of the time, mm-hmm. but like this morning I did it. I was kind of tired. I'm like, but I knew I needed it. Cause that, and it snapped me. It's, it shifted my state. So We just have to force ourselves sometimes to do something that's good for us. And I always say the first three, four minutes feels like work. And then really, if you commit to the practice, your body just starts to breathe itself and you can kind of get into a flow. I mean, there are some sessions where you feel like you're, you know, pushing your way through because you're tired or paralyzed or numb, but, but you know, anything good in life takes a little bit of effort sometimes.
0: It's so true. It's so true. Would you mind actually, um, sharing a particular experience that you've had either personally or with a client. That's just your, one of the, your more magical experiences.
1: Oh, so, so, so many, but uh, there is, I do something called an energy release, which, mm-hmm. you know, tunes into energy. Yeah. Well, we had a yeah, pretty, you do. <laughs> pretty great experience. <laughs> but there was a woman <laughs> in Canada, uh, Canada that I worked with and, uh, So I I did a session two nights before um, called Awaken to Your Dream Life, where I had people journal and really feel the life that they want to bring in in five years. So, you know, embody it, feel it emotionally, physically, all of that. And this woman came and then she did the teacher training a couple of days later in Canada. And I always ask if somebody would like to get an energy release in front of the class. She Mm -hmm. said Yes. So as we did the release, there was this big black triangle that went over her left side. If you know much about left and right, left is your emotional mm-hmm. side, you're more feminine. Uh, and I, we tuned I'm in. Sorry, can to-
0: I just ask, is, are you seeing the black triangle or is she seeing that?
1: Good question. I, I, I have them breathe and then I'll tune in and ask questions. And she was seeing a black triangle okay. over her left side. Yeah. And so we talked <laughs> to the triangle or uh, the rectangle. I'm sorry, the black rectangle. Uh, And found out that I asked her what it represented and she started to sob and she said, it's my unworthiness to be a mom. And you have to know in the session two nights before, her vision was on the beach with her husband and two children. And she's been trying to get pregnant for years with no success. So, you know, talk about emotional when she tuned into this energy blocking her, you know, her feminine and her it was right over her ovaries as well. So we worked and released this energy. It was super powerful. People could feel it in the room. Uh, Interestingly enough, (laughs) I don't know if it's a year or two later, she's with somebody amazing. And she said, we had been really busy trying to have babies. And uh, I, I wouldn't doubt one bit. If she has those two kids she saw in her vision, I'm just moving wow. some energy of unworthiness that she was holding. So stuff like that, you can't, again, put it, it's hard to put into words, yeah. but she felt the shift and she understood what was blocking her from having children. Unworthiness to be a mom.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, you f- I mean, you definitely get to the truth very quickly. And the energy release, it's interesting and that might even be another whole that could be like <laughs> a whole other um podcast, but I've had I've had that those sessions done with you and I've also done them on clients and it's yeah. really powerful to uh it's a powerful way to begin to um connect with and tap into in it, like a feeling sense of of an energy that you may, may have just not, it's like floating below the conscious awareness before it's with you. But you know, you start asking questions like, what color is this? What is, does it have a shape? Is it liquid? Like you start to, and believe it or not, it's like, I've never met somebody so far or had a client so far that wasn't actually able to just start answering the questions. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. You would think in the beginning that people might be like, what is this? I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Like, but everybody's like, no, it's purple. Like everyone just knows like what it is and they let themselves go and they begin to be able to connect and through actually quantifying, or I suppose um, that's the word I'm looking for defining some of what they're feeling in these really simple ways they are able Mm -hmm. to connect with the meaning and and sort of the bigger themes behind that Um, exactly it doesn't matter what it looks like Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter if you see this metaphysically or spirit, spiritually, like as entities or, or if you just see this as a a psychology exercise, it just works, right? Like a sort of Rorschach level is like, you're just tapping into your feelings in this other way. It doesn't really matter. Um, It's just really powerful.
1: Yeah, and why breathwork is so great. It gets you to that deep level where you're able to access, again, the energy. Just like uh, Ho'oponopono, why I started to pair it with breathwork. I was at home yes. lying on my healing table doing breathwork. And, you know, I had read about and done some Ho'oponopono years before, and it was good. But then I, I just it came to me to start to do it to myself out loud after breath. Work. yeah your heart is so open uh, <laughs> even even the most rigid you know <laughs> non emotional mm-hmm. person will feel very deeply. so uh, anyway it's it's kind of fascinating once the heart's open to really feel the words of Ho'oponopono, which by the way, for those uh, listening and watching don't if they don't know the words are I love you, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And thank you. And you can repeat these words over and over to yourself, to other people in your life, to situations, anything really. And uh, the idea of Ho'oponopono, I'm jumping, but if it's okay to talk.
0: No, I was going to, I was hoping you would. Yeah.
1: yeah. it's It's really about taking accountability for our part. So I lived most of my life as a victim. I think a lot of us have, right? Like the world's against me. God's against me. I can't seem to, you know, get things moving. There's all these stories we have. And I think the thing with Ho'oponopono is we're saying, I'm sorry, like to your enemy, if you can get to that place or to somebody who yes. hurt you. And you're saying, I'm sorry for my part in this situation. How empowering is it to take ownership that maybe that person showed up, you know, maybe it was part of your soul's path or maybe you brought them in because of your energy, but to take ownership. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Uh, mm-hmm. There's something really powerful about about taking ownership. And I think that's the idea as we're clearing energy, they say, you're just clearing, cleaning, cleaning, cleaning energy to get to a state of no resistance. And...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this is the the big, um, like I said earlier, I'm like, it's the one-two punch. I don't, I love that. And then I also don't like it because I don't, it doesn't, I don't, it's not like punchy and violent, but it's just, (laughs) it's like... You set them up with the breath work, and you knock them down with the ho'oponopono, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so what? What my experience has been, and like again, being in classes where you're facilitating with other people, and then also facilitating, and just having seen like the pattern, the breath work. Sometimes people are emotional before that we get to the ho'oponopono, but yeah. once we get open and we're breathing and the music's going and we're sort of just don't realize that we've slipped into another state fully. Maybe we do. Um, But again, there's something very powerful about um, these four phrases and the way that you've set them up has been ingenious. Because if I said those four phrases to myself in my head, just on an average day, I probably wouldn't really feel very much. Um, I'm not saying that would be everybody's experience. They might be very, you know powerful for other people, but for me, they pack a lot of um, potency after having done the breath work and depending on who they're directed at. So you have I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. It's very simple. And so you would have people start um, with their parents. Which is like, that's when people start. They're like, I love you, mom. Ah, like people are just wailing, right? You don't even know it's there, but it just I love you, dad. <laughs> like people are just freaking out, right? Like in in beautiful ways. It's like you can be done um, with parents that you maybe have wonderful connections with parents that, you know, you love that you haven't had connections with parents that you've never known, like whether you knew your dad or not, people are like, and then from there, it's like, their heart is open, especially also doing it with the inner child, which is what you'll often another technique that you've used. That's very hard for people to say, I love you to themselves. Mm -hmm. And to say that out loud, that will usually get, the emotions flowing very quickly, and so it's very strategic. It's very strategic of you. It's not like you know, you're just nebulous. Well, Spirit showed this now. to me
1: through breathwork. You know, the download just came so clearly as you've had guidance with breathwork. You know, everything comes in your sessions, and and yeah, and also saying your own name out loud, directing at yourself. Um, so many people have come to me and said, "I've never said I love you to myself," and it's something about saying it out loud with my name. You know, and I'm sorry, right? We're our worst critics. The people I work with, oh, <laughs> yeah. super self-critical, super hardworking, su- perfectionist, you know, push, push, push. Mm-hmm. And there's something about, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Jay. I'm so sorry, I've been so yeah. hard on you.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very hard for people to say. And when they do say that, there's uh, usually like a rush of emotion or an opening that happens in the heart center with that and um oh my god the energy in the room is like
1: i do miss live sessions it's wonderful to feel that
0: don't you yeah yes yeah i do i do although you know you can feel energy virtually Virtually. as well but but it is um and it, it does transcend time and space that's the other thing too because when you get yourself into that sort of state the mm-hmm. heart is so open and so much energy is moving through that portal, which to me, I also is sort of defined the heart as a, as a divine portal. It's the, yeah. par- it's the part yeah. of you where the divine God, the universe, that is the connection to you. So you're connected to God through your heart. It's like this portal. And so when that is unlocked through this process or any other process, you know, um, you know, you could be in the the grocery store and a song comes on that reminds you of your grandmother and suddenly you're like wailing. So, I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of people have experienced this. Most people have experienced this through some medium or another. It's just, usually it's an accident. It's hard to get there. It just happens. So, um, if you want to use that heart energy to shift your energy, to do some healing, to to move energy in your life, or to manifest or whatever it is that you might even want to be doing. um, Yeah, just getting into a super open heart space usually involves something that's going to make you feel first. And that thing isn't always like a rainbow butterfly pony unicorn thing Mm. sometimes Mm. it's dipping into some really intense feelings from your past from your childhood with enemies or family members or but once that heart is open and that love is activated it's like the most potent magical ingredient that you could have it's like raw divine like love and life force energy and once you're in that space you can it's just so infinite and it's so filled with grace that you can direct it Anywhere, And it will direct itself. It will direct yes. itself, too. And that's why I'm like, this is heart magic. It's heart magic. Day. It's
1: such heart magic. I often use that it's, word. And I'm so glad you, you know, called today's session heart magic. Because I, I say breathwork is magic because there's really no other word I can put to it. And uh, magic to me is something hard to put into words, something that's, you know just incredible and taking care of us and miracles. And yeah, all sorts of shifts happen with magic. So, uh, pretty, pretty fascinating stuff. So also really great for people. I always say who have tried everything, you know, I was one of those people who <sighs> tried everything. And I, you know, I had like shifts for a little while and then I, you know, fall back. And I was like, guys, there anything that's going to help me long-term permanently shift and rewire. Cause you know, and I didn't even have that much trauma in my life, you know. I can only imagine people who have had, you know, major trauma. I mean, I had my share, but so yeah. So that I'm convinced that this will permanently shift you. You probably need to do some maintenance. You don't want to, you know, do ten sessions and then never do it again. Uh, you know, I even say just maybe start intensely, do regular sessions, even every day for a week or longer, and then eventually maybe go to once or twice a week as maintenance. You know. Uh, along with your other spiritual meditation practices, but so yeah. important to to keep it going. For example, I went months and months without anything major after years of doing breath work. It was kind of like, oh, I miss it. I miss the the tetany. I miss the you know the <laughs> sobbing and the anger and the I hate you gods and I, you know. But, but then you know every so often like I hit on something tremendously painful and deep. So there's always layers as far, as long as we're human just today, right? I had this thing around my throat and it was so symbolic. And I knew that it it was released today. So we don't even always understand what's happening. We don't need to, but all we need to know is every time we do a session like this, you permanently shift something. I I, I got goosebumps, but I really believe that. So even if it's not like this breakthrough session, something has moved. And if you just keep doing that, you know.
0: I completely agree and resonate with that. And I love that you said that you don't always understand it. It, It's so magical and in the beyond that, yeah, like you can break it down and analyze it, but ultimately your experience is above analysis. It's far beyond analysis. You feel something shifting and moving and you don't have to know exactly what that is or how it's quantified in your life. Oftentimes a lot of stuff starts to move, but you always know, I mean, um, even if you haven't had one of the, I mean, I've never done breath work and not had like kind of a major, you know, experience. But I think also I maybe haven't done it like daily or necessary, you know, I've, I've yeah. never really been like a super daily, daily person with it. Um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, basically, uh, you'll know, you'll just know. And there's something else that I wanted to be sure to bring up because it was an issue for me in the beginning. And it, yeah. I've noticed it's an issue for a lot of people because I personally do have PTSD and I plan on doing a whole episode to kind of get into some more, um, modalities that have helped me deal with everything that i've gone through but there's a physical issue with um, anxiety disorders panic attacks and ptsd where people Mm -hmm. feel really unsafe in their bodies because of the way that the amygdala and the fight or flight response activates the body and so people sometimes are triggered with breath work because the body is it's such an intense physical experience that uh, like for me i was nervous like um I was afraid to lose control. I was afraid, I was afraid, basically, because, you know, of the things that I've experienced in the past in severe fight or flight for extended periods of time, Mm -hmm. I'm avoiding anything that feels really stimulating to the physical body. And so I've noticed people get angry. That's why I always tell them, like, Tetany is normal. Tingling is normal. Feeling your chakras spin in your butt is normal. Like yes. that's the first time I, by the way, I also have ever felt my lower chakras was in breath work. Oh, yeah, um, major tingling, major, you know, it can be feel dizzy, like all these things, which can be very triggering. So if you have uh trauma and anxiety, it's okay. You can actually still work with this modality. You just may want to go in really gently and, and just, mm-hmm. um, like I did not push myself to the edge the first time, even though I had a very profound experience with breath work the first time that you and I worked together, I remember getting super tingly and um, and then being like, I'm at my limit. I'm This is as far as I'm comfortable with. I'm going to stop the breath. And then I just mm-hmm. went back down to like, because I was like, I was there. I was like, as, yes. I was fully, I did not need to go further. And um, after I became more comfortable. And of course, there's other healing modalities that play into this for me as well. So it's not like just working with the breath work. I've been doing a lot of work on my own PTSD for many years. And so over the last few years, I've had some extra nice breakthroughs with it. But as I've begun to feel safer, I've been able to push the limits of that breath work just a little bit further. um, And wow, it's wild. <laughs> you know, that so because
1: I will often say that things will get worse sometimes before they get better. So for example, if you have anxiety, you might actually feel like you're having an anxiety attack. And I don't want to say this. You
0: might actually be.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. In, in the same depression, right? You might feel right. so much depression and grief. You might feel your physical pain usually getting worse for the first few minutes mm. at least. But that's a beautiful thing. It's actually perfect. And what I would recommend to people is that they work with somebody who's, you know, skilled. Yes. And, Holding space and guiding them. And that if they do it on their own in a virtual class, for example, just like you said, go at your own pace, take a break if you need to, but maybe get somebody to to book a private with you to hold space and really get you through that. Because I've had certainly clients privately that have move through the anxiety and that's really mm-hmm. the goal is to move through the pain. There's no more going around. We've all done that. It comes back. We need to literally go right through the heart of it <laughs> right into yeah. the pain. And so that's why it magnifies. It's our body, our mind, our spirit saying uh, you got, you know, you got this, you can move right through it and just look at it and see what it has to yeah. tell you and then feel it so we could heal it.
0: Exactly. And for people that have um, like major PTSD or anxiety, that just might be a process for you where you're just going a little by little by little. Or also you might be like a balls to the wall kind of person where you're just like, I'm going for it. And Mm -hmm. that's amazing too. I know plenty of people that are like that. And it's amazing. It's amazing. But you know, either way that your process will maybe look different from somebody else's with this work and that's completely okay. And by the way, just because you didn't go on like thr- full throttle ten, like for me that first session, I was like that was huge for me. Like that was more than enough. I was like this is a boatloads of magic for days. I'm good yes. here. Like my cup is full. Like everybody had, has you know,
1: every the experience day. at a different. Uh, some people two, two, three songs and they're there. You know, and they they're there. actually like that's enough. I did a private with a woman the other day. I would say three or four songs. You know, she was literally. Like this, and she said there was a little bit of cramping, which can happen periodically. Yeah. So you know, I knew. Okay, we're here. We don't need to keep pushing it. We're at the yeah. space where we need. And some people takes a little longer. I remember we did a session together once, yeah. and I think you know you took a little longer to get to that space. So that's why communication is great too. If you're doing privates, you know, you get to talk to your your healer yes. healer or your coach, and they you get they get to talk to you and. Yeah find out what's going on
0: yes and in classes i've had people that have come you know back in the liberate hollywood days right before covid people were coming every week and i remember like one of my students months in, she's like i finally like what she's like i never would let myself fully go into the breath and she's like i finally went in so it just that was her pace right so um I'm just wondering what I just want to look at my notes here to see what else I sure. might have missed because I know that I've already had you here for quite some time <laughs> um, I think
1: should we talk I, about the actual breath that I teach?
0: Yes that's yes let's talk about that that's important I mean, like I think I pretty much hit on all my major yeah so
1: okay good yeah well yeah so the the one I learned through some of my teachers uh, and the one I use, primarily really is all in and out of the mouth. And I know a lot of yogis are going to say, no, you're supposed to breathe in the nose. You can actually do this version in the nose. I just find it much easier to <sighs> bringing in oxygen through the mouth versus the nose. Some people are sinusy or stuffed up.
0: Oh, I can't. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I love the mouth and we mm-hmm. breathe. Uh, it's a two part inhale and, and then an exhale. So it's like a three part. Circular breath. And the first inhale is in the belly and then inhale in the chest. In the belly. Why I love the three parts so much is it opens up those lower chakras from the solar plexus all the way down because you're expanding like a balloon and you're literally bringing energy to all those energy points. And then the heart chakra. You know, you can gently roll the shoulders back. It opens up all of those upper channels. So you're literally cracked open and you access all of the energy points.
0: Oh, my God. I never actually thought about like the lower breath, the belly breath yes. being an activation for three, two and one versus the upper breath being an activation for like heart and up. That's so yeah, powerful. I was
1: never taught that, but, you know, just by laying down to breathe, I realized very clearly, know. like, yeah, so wow. of course, this this is why the three part is so powerful. I mean, all all breathing is powerful. And, you know, even if you just do some some quick box breathing through your nose into your belly, better than nothing. But this particular practice is uh, is pretty transformative.
0: Yeah. And you're usually lying down when you when you do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you I, want to be, I you actually... get lightheaded. Yes, exactly. And yeah. um, I have made a tutorial actually on my YouTube page. That's like a one minute tutorial that kind of demonstrates as well what it looks like where I, you can see my belly like hanging out, oh, but um, in case yeah. anybody's like, uh, you know, for a future reference um, and then, but yeah, is there anything else that, that you wanted to share about the breath, about your practice, about your journey or want people to, to know about... Uh, mm. It's a great just question. about breath work.
1: I mean, I think my biggest message would be that there is hope. I know that sounds really corny, but, you know, I tried so many years, year after year, after year, after year, uh, reading the books, taking the courses, trying different things to try to just feel better. And I pretty much gave up. You know, I was like feeling hopeless and and pretty exhausted, to be quite honest. So I just want people to know that there's hope. And I mean, I think this is, you know, one of the the biggest answers for people. But just to keep searching regardless, keep saying yes, keep trying things, keep looking into your pain. And if you don't feel good, most of the time, reality is life. We're not going to feel good 100 percent of the time. But, you know, 75, 80 percent of the time, maybe if you don't feel good then just keep saying yes and keep trying things and find what works because there are things, you know, that our pain is here for a reason and our struggles and it's just to show us what we don't want. And mm-hmm. so breathwork has been a godsend for me to help me to feel good most of the time. Cause I really do now. And, you know, I had ongoing depression and anxiety and lots of self-worth issues and lots of other stuff, physical things in my body. So, uh, yeah, I think that's my biggest message, you know. I love the two words, inspiration and transformation. Those are the words that get me up in the morning. So when I can help others feel transformed or inspired, or when I can feel transformed or inspired, I feel like wow. I've done my job.
0: Do you know what's funny is I just had the, uh, you You might know this, but inspiré en français so, mm-hmm. to, it's, so to breathe in is to inspire in, fr- in French, right? So inspiration is literally the word for breathing in. Oh,
1: my God. Is okay. that
0: not wild? I can't believe I never thought of that before. No um, I wonder I found yeah. my
1: calling. That's been the Yeah. So, so the word
0: inspiration <laughs> is literally to breathe um. in and to take in life force energy that's so crazy. Cause that's always the, that's been, um, the big thing that I always get out of breath work is that I become inspired. And so when you were talking just now about the pain that people feel and how there is hope, you know, and that the pain is happening for us, not to us, it does carve us out deeper and we can become bigger containers for everything that life has to, to offer, like the full spectrum of emotion, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, there. If you don't know what else to do, and you don't have the energy to, yeah, you don't have the energy. You don't have the inspiration. You can just breathe, and um, and trust that this process will begin to put some things into motion and to move some energy, even if you don't have like the the cognitive or emotional bandwidth to organize that in your life. It will just. You're like, I'm just going to breathe and trust and trust that the spokes of the wheels are going to begin to turn and, and there will be movement in my life and within me and everywhere around me as a result of this breath.
1: That's beautiful. Just you and the breath, just you and the breath.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so grateful to you for um, teaching me this, this process and so many other people, um, you sounded like you actually just had something that you might have wanted to add to no. that at all. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. I just didn't want to interrupt you. No. Um, yeah, I'm super grateful. This is a tool that I wouldn't have sought out. So mm-hmm. I feel like the force put you on my path as a, I feel it's such, such a gift. And you are such a gift. I mean, you're such A wonderful human being and uh, the work that you do for others, and how much um, you show up for other people is powerful. And how vulnerable that you, you know, I love that because when people look at you, um, they see like this gorgeous, healthy, you know, successful um, human being. And of course, that's all true, right? You are (laughs) gorgeous, healthy, and successful. But, you know, the fact that you've shared, you know, some of the the heartache that you've experienced in your life the disappointment the depression the darkness that you've gone through and that is still cyclical in your life like it's not like you wake up feeling like a million bucks every day Mm -hmm. you still have your moments right And so um, when, you you know, for people listening to this or watching this, when you're connecting with Jay, like you're connecting with a with a human being that is extremely relatable, (laughs) even if at first glance, (laughs) he might seem, (laughs) you know, um, depending on you. Yeah, something. very polished, right? But um yeah. yeah, there's like a real connection and a real gift you have for connecting with people and making us all feel safe and um not crazy, because that's the thing I, I really yeah. think in the spiritual community there can be I believe in positive thinking and all those things, but I also just know from being on this path for over 20 years and having PTSD and stuff, there's no way that you can get it's you're just not going to feel good all the time it's exactly as you said and there life does you know deal you some there there are things that happen that are quote unquote very unfair in life and very difficult and and so we need to have these tools to be able to deal with these and we're not there's nothing wrong with us if we don't feel amazing or we have depression or we have anxiety yeah. or we don't have it all together day to day, moment to moment. And so actually that's one point that I really want to drive home is that this is a practice. It's not like, Oh, I learned breath work. Now I'm enlightened. Like how, so you might not breathe maybe as often all the time as you once did, or even uh, do you go in fits and spouts spurts? Um, I try you... to keep
1: it one, one to two long sessions a week.
0: What's a long session for you? Well, like the
1: the 20, 25 to 30 minutes
0: breathing. Yeah. 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 And admittedly, I have not been doing breath work as much because I'm actually currently living with other people. And so I... they're cool. I just I like to have privacy.
1: Yes. (laughs) So I haven't been
0: you know, um, but you know, but yeah, so it is a practice, right? And um it's something that you can it'll always be there for you and you can always return to it. And nobody can ever take it away from you. You you don't need to buy anything.
1: Yeah. No, thank you for that acknowledgement too. And I I just wanted to say, you know, I had one teacher who was not so vulnerable and and authentic, actually kind of, kind of Mm. mean. Right. And so I've seen a lot of ego in the healing community too, and I've had some bad experiences with that. And I am not that person. I don't want to be that person. Uh, the tough love thing, you know, whatever, all of that, uh, the guru thing doesn't resonate with me. You know, we need to be real. We need to be authentic. We need to be gentle. I think that's just yeah. me. That's the way I teach uh, and always share our, our path, our pain, you know, and our reality, which is, yeah, we don't feel good every single day. And, uh, but anyway, I, I uh, I've seen the contrast of that. And so I'm happy with the way that I, I share this. It feels, it feels good. Could I be more authentic and vulnerable? Yeah, we could all be, but you know, I don't want to be talking about my pain all day either. Right. Cause because the reality right. is, yeah, what we focus on does expand to some degree.
0: Right. It's a balance. Yes. It balance. really is a balance. There might be yeah, some, yeah. this is a big part of my at least current understanding of my own spiritual path is that there are different things that are called for at different times, right? So there might be a time when you need to apply a little positive thinking, and there might be Mm -hmm. a time when that is useless as fuck. And you need to meet yourself exactly where you are with unconditional love. And so there's always like a, it's in flux all the time. You know, it's never always like this or always like that. Um, But this practice also is tremendously flexible because you can also pair like a positive thinking kind of vibe with it in a session. In fact, a lot of your classes do have that when you can latch on to a positive thought um, or a positive feeling it has momentum so this is also like the law of attraction slash cognitive behavioral therapy they're very similar and i've experienced with both of them and uh, they're very powerful and so you can choose to work with it in that way and also if you're just not there if you're just not there and you just can't do that today and you just need to cry this practice can it can really morph itself into like whatever is needed in any given moment. It's so amazing that way.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's magical as well. Um, Jay, where do people find you and your chakra bombs and your classes and your certifications and your one-on-ones and everything that you have going on?
1: Well, my website is breatheonit.net. That's B-R-E-A-T-H-E on it.net. And of course, my email is j, jay at breatheonit.net. And then I spend more time on Instagram, but both Facebook, Instagram are breathe on it with J, J-A-Y. Yes. And then, yeah, my lovely chakra balms uh, are at chakrabalms.com. That's B-A-L-M-S, chakra balms. you can read more about them. And they also came as a download through a breathwork session. So, you know, if you're looking for business ideas, if you're looking for creative uh, inspiration or the steps to take, lay down and breathe. That's all
0: Period. you do. Yeah, <laughs> Magic. Yeah. Magic will show up. <laughs> it does. And the chakra bombs also speak, not to go on another tangent, but of course right. there's like, there's melody and there's scent are two of these other mm-hmm. like s- totally magical, like ineffable things that can just transport yes. a person right into like you know something that's beyond words and so there's of course there's energetic frequencies and vibrations that are um uh essential oils carry but there's also just something even beyond that and so the chakra bombs are meant to be i guess like something that you can use in conjunction with the breath or anything else really to just enhance your journey yeah
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah. any spiritual practice at all yeah, yeah, they uh, custom blended. Each one's unique and different and packed over 100 drops. to Some of them have 120 drops. Uh, they of, smell so good too. <laughs> yeah. They're amazing. They last a long they're... time too.
0: Yeah, they're amazing. And they're handcrafted. Um, Jay they makes them himself. Me.
1: Yeah, and I just wanted to mention that I do have uh, the Breathwork uh, certification, the healer training coming up on March 7th. i uh, now mm-hmm. doing it virtually for now uh, as a small group. And it's a six-week process. Uh, it's just I've broken it up a couple of hours each session. It's a little bit easier for people to take in. And uh, awesome. there's more about that on on the website, BreatheOnIt.net yeah. too.
0: Yeah. And then for anybody that um, also just has never done one of your breathwork classes, yeah. when is the? What's the schedule? When's the next one?
1: Yeah, we have every Saturday at eleven a.m. On my website, there's a, a link. I have a different topic or theme each week. I try to keep it you know, relevant and things that everybody deals with. And that's just maybe 70 minutes, just a little over an hour. So you can do that in a, a webinar format so nobody sees you. So you can be in your pajamas. You get have your hair a mess. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's each week. And I get people showing up every week just to keep their weekly breath work going. Of course, I do a Liberate uh, yeah, great event. Uh, the first Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. of uh, just $15 for that class. And then,
0: yeah, yeah. you know, I do
1: privates and uh, more in-depth stuff as well.
0: The private sessions, you guys. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously there's something for everybody's budget there because I started yes. going to Jay's uh, classes which are super affordable. And I think like the most community price one is the $15 one through liberate uh, liberateyourself.com, which is once a month. And that's a wonderful place in uh, LA that we met at and continue to work oh, yeah. virtually for and through. Um, and so that's amazing. So if you're looking for like the most budget-friendly thing, definitely check that out. But Jay's weekly classes are super affordable too. Um $24. I don't, Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. And so Mm -hmm. I think, um, I never thought about getting a one-on-one necessarily. I just got lucky. That's how I started with you. And so it does deepen the work because of where, how you're able to help us get, you know, the questions that you ask, like you have this masterful way of, um, leading people without pushing them. But just leading them through your choice of music, through the the scents and the oils and the the specific questions that you ask that just open and open and open and more floods through. And so when you have that one-on-one guidance with him, it's really, it's powerful. Like you'll have just, you'll have a very powerful experience in the classes too. But for anybody that's like, um, I just wanted to really (laughs) say that having the one-on-ones I've had with you have really taken things to another level. So thank you so much for that. Uh And definitely like, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. When I was at Liberate, um, I would see clients for readings and energy work and I would give them a prescription very frequently to attend Jay's class. I'm like, you need to, to do something. It's not just, I'm giving you information. Like here's, here's something that you can do to actively change your energy that can meet you exactly where you are. And that's you know, um, and so that would be something that I I think I honestly think I prescribed that to like more people than you not. Did. So you did um, yeah. a lot of people
1: come to my Saturday classes. And they're like, oh, Rebecca say I should come, <laughs> or Christina. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so everybody that's listening to this, you should come because now we're not relegated to um, physical spaces anymore. And so of course, there's a great sadness with that, and also it's such a great blessing because yeah. I'm in Ottawa, you're in Palm Springs. Yeah. Um, you know, there's people coming from Germany and like yes. all over the world. And so um, definitely, definitely get your heart magic on.
1: I want to say i I've probably done more um, teacher trainings uh, in Europe, UK, Berlin uh, this last year because of COVID. Right. So it's fascinating, fascinating to meet people yeah. from all over.
0: Because yeah. you can. So it's that's that's the magic of this Aquarius shift that we're in right now, too. It's the gift of that. So. Well, my love, is there anything else?
1: No, you, you really <laughs> covered everything. You're amazing. Thank you for did. having me. I just love spending time with you and sharing.
0: Thank you so much for everything. I'm so grateful to have you as a friend and a teacher and mm-hmm. to, that you came and shared this conversation with me and whoever it finds. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Thank Thank you, you my friends. Well, I'm going to, yeah, we're going to say goodbye and um, find us on Instagram at breathe on it with Jay and at sacred underscore starlight. All my love to you all. Bye. Bye. I forgot to tell everybody what I have going on this month on Friday, February 26th. I have a Virgo full moon healing grace meditation with mother Mary in partnership with Liberate Yourself, which will be in the show notes. So check that out. It's just like Jay's monthly meditations there. It's $15, there is a 48 hour replay. And this meditation in particular is the only one that I offer regularly that doesn't do breath work, (laughs) Um, ironically, because that's the way the world tends to work, but it's much more restorative. It's very soft. So there is energy work happening. I am sending energy, but we won't be doing the breath work. Um, But yeah, that's what I have coming up this month. So if you are interested in journeying with me in ceremony and meditation, you can find me at sacredstarlight.com and you can join me for this beautiful healing and grace meditation with the Blessed Mother, with the Divine Feminine in the personhood or the spirit of Mother Mary. And it's not a religious meditation, but it is for everybody. Everybody from all religions, all spiritual paths, and all walks of life are welcome to take this journey and to connect with Mother Mary, to surrender their burdens, to surrender your burdens, and to open your heart and receive her unconditional healing and love. I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for joining me here on Sacred Starlight Spiritual Podcast. If you loved what you heard today, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment Follow me on Instagram at sacred underscore starlight or visit me on my website at sacredstarlight.com. I am sending you nothing but love and enchantment and magic and power and grace. Have a beautiful day and until next time, stay enchanted.